Hello and welcome to the Believe You Can podcast. My name is Claire Fishenden and I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so excited you're here. I am a mum to a little girl called Ruby. I have a background in musical theatre and acting. I run my own online business and I'm so excited to be your host for this podcast because I'm all focused about transformation, overcoming obstacles, building self-esteem and confidence and just knowing that you, if you put your mind to it and you believe that you can, you can achieve anything. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. I'm literally so excited. We have the amazing Erin Gargan King on the call. She's the author of Digital Persuasion and she's also got a new book that's coming out called Your Kind of a Big Deal, Unlocking Your Audacity. And audacity is that willingness to take bold risks and have that bravery in spite of what other people think. I just love that. So we're going to dig into everything to do with audacity, leadership, courage, And I'm just so excited for you to hear from her because she's just got an amazing career. Let me just tell you some of the things that she's been up to. She's an award-winning entrepreneur. She's an author, digital persuasion expert. She's a CEO of Socialite Agency, a social media firm whose clients include people of like Oscars, ABC, Disney, Visa, and so many more. She helps sales and marketing and event professionals attract attention and increase their influence using the power of digital persuasion. So yes, she's just an absolute, she's an absolute legend and we're just going to dive into it. So thank you so much for listening. If you've loved this, leave a five-star review, but you're going to hear all what's happening and coming up next. Um, and make sure you go check out Erin on Instagram, check out her books and I'm just so excited for you to hear this information so let's go let's dive into it so everyone this is Erin so 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 excited and um, thank you so much for taking the time out of your morning your day um to be with us we're just so excited and the listeners I I know you're going to bring so much value to the audience so thank you so much I just want to start off by saying I've got to talk to you about this I was on your Instagram and, you know, browsing as you do and just looking at your amazing content. And I come across a post on Valentine's Day about the notebook. And, oh, my gosh, my like heart skipped a beat because I am literally <laughs> obsessed, like obsessed with that movie. And you just like you. So you watch it every year, right? On Valentine's. Yeah. <laughs> it's so gorgeous. It's so amazing. Oh, I'm like the I... ugly crier. Yeah. <laughs> much to my husband's chagrin he rolls his eyes and but I know he loves it deep down who cannot love the notebook come on people the I mean, best movie of all time <laughs> I literally think it's the best movie of all time I just I feel like I'm Ali do you do you feel like you transport yourself to Ali as the character 100 yeah yeah and obviously Ryan Gosling we love him we love him in it but yeah, I just when I saw that, I was like, oh, my gosh, we literally the same the way that you spoke about the film. It's like I'm like hitting the ground. Like when <laughs> the first time I watched it, I think I cried for about two hours afterwards. I couldn't control I myself. The full body with, with the shaking in the shoulders and the ugly cry. Totally. Yeah, it was in. So any notebook lovers out there, they'll um, absolutely love that. So love it. your book, Digital yeah. Persuasion amazing I just I love the kind of 10 words and two and a half seconds like to you know to grab someone's attention do you want to dive into that a little bit I just think it's incredible yeah sure Claire so you know how you when you go through your email or 
you know, you're, you're scrolling through and you don't know why you're thinking this is important. This isn't important. Care, don't care later. Now, like we are getting 300 on average incoming messages a day all in. And so our poor brains are just trying to have us tread that inbox water and figure out what to do with all this communication. And so we don't even know why we make those split second decisions, but it's because in those first 10 words, which takes about 2.5 seconds to read, I mean, you're scanning and your brain immediately is like, I have to attack this and dive in because it's relevant to me or no, it's probably a salesperson or it's spammy or it wants something. So we're constantly answering this question. And so this first couple of words, the same when you're scrolling your newsfeed, indicate whether or not you're going to stop your scroll, lean forward and say, tell me more, make it a priority or whether you're just going to blow by and ignore it. Absolutely. Oh my God, I love that. And it's, you know, I guess talking on the notebook, maybe that would have been something that would have grabbed your attention if I'd have been like, we are notebook, you know, we both love the notebook, something that is relatable to that person. I just, I just love that. And so your story is incredible. Like, oh my gosh, like reading your bio before and just everything that you've achieved. And I loved, you know, the journey of, you know, your um, the comebacks kind of story and the, the, the setbacks are you know it's it's all about that it's what makes us but I'd love for the audience just to hear a little bit more about that and yeah just just tell them all about your I mean you've got this incredible company you've worked with like brands that absolutely blow my mind like I've got Oscars on my vision board my background's like musical theatre and acting I was like oh I took a goal and I was like she's worked with the Oscars like I mean this is it I was just just so honored to have you on. So yeah, would you dive into that a little bit for us? Yeah, well, the Oscars were on last night here. I'm not sure if you watched, but yes. yeah, I thought they were absolutely so boring. I was falling asleep the entire time. I don't know if I'm not trying to be a snob, but I thought that they needed to spice it up, step it up. I'm like, this, these are entertainment people and this is not entertaining. Like, does anyone else see yeah. the irony in this? You know? I know. <laughs> I know. How could it be done um, done so wrong? I know it's it's interesting. I think this transition, like virtual and all of that, it's just it's a crazy world, right? It really is. But you can do it right. I mean, I just came back yesterday or two days ago from Oklahoma. They had this incredible virtual set and they had 50 people and they had their music going and the hair and makeup and the energy and pump ups and DJ and visualization and yoga and it was the vibe was off the charts and it translated through the screen for everyone that was watching around the world so there's a way to do virtual and bring that energy and and bring that excitement but I just felt like the Oscars last night fell so short and so I'll, I'll circle back to the Oscars in a second because my story yeah. certainly did not start that glamorously at all um, I definitely, um, I started, you know, my career by being rejected, like we all do. Um, I was working for a local television station here in Baltimore, Maryland, and I was jockeying for a promotion against my counterpart, this guy named James, and we were 100% commissioned. So if you didn't sell, you didn't eat. And this is a very old fashioned sentence, but what we essentially did was, okay, and if you guys are really young, I'll translate what all this is, but we would use a landline telephone. We would call on the yellow pages, which was a book of like everyone's number. Yeah, we know the we yellow pages. People that they wouldn't know. No, I'm just kidding, I know you do. But like, you know, we would call people we yeah. didn't know. We would ask to go like see them in person with a printed out PowerPoint to try and get them to write a paper check to us to advertise on broadcast television. Now, none of that makes sense in 2021. It sounds like it's from 1880 and I recognize that. However, <laughs> so in doing that, basically like I was up against the promotion with this guy. He got it, I didn't because he played golf with the boys club. So I had a full Jerry Maguire meltdown. I was 24 years old. And I'm like, who's coming with me? And of course, 
no one was coming with me because why would they? I was 24. So I jumped ship. I started a company. I had no idea what I was doing. We were building websites. Within a year, I was in $70,000 of personal credit card debt. I had to close it down. Went back, got the corporate job, slugged it out in the cube, nine to five, got the experience, dug out of the debt, got the wild hair the second time, raised capital for a company called PMS.com, which was a dollar shave club for tampons, women's monthly healthcare, period prep delivered monthly. So uh, Forbes called us the tampon fairies. Ding. That Amazing. was fun. Um, so if you were ever one of those gals under the stall who was awkwardly like, excuse me, I love your shoes. Sorry to bother you, but do you have any, it's like super awkward. So I thought it was a genius idea. False. No, definitely not. Most women are just responsible adults. They get them at the grocery store. It is not that big of a deal. So within 18 months after like raising the capital, doing the marketing, doing the sales, the packaging, the PR, the team, everything had to close the entire thing down. And I'm laughing about it now because it's been enough time, but in that moment, it was devastating. I mean, can you imagine standing at a boardroom, a long, shiny conference table full of all men and not like nice, like you'll get them next time, like grandfather, you know, Santa Claus looking fellas. We're talking about Newport Beach, CrossFit, you know, Ferrari driving, like alpha bro investors. And yeah. they were furious because not only were we not this next big billion dollar success story, but I didn't get them any return on their seven figure investment. I'll never forget saying that and just the sweat trickling down my sphinx and just being like, I am in a nightmare, wake me up now. But it happened. And here's the thing is that, you know, in that deepest, darkest moment of failure, which we've all had, we're like, is this really my life? I mean, I remember there was one point I couldn't pay a $100 cell phone bill and I had been in Forbes. Like it was a crash and burn of epic proportions. But in those deepest, darkest moments of our failures, that is where we find it. That's yeah. where we find our superpower, our secret sauce, that thing that people are like, Claire, how did you do that? And you're like, can't everyone do that? Because it comes so easily to you. But everyone around you looks like you performed a magic trick. Well, for me, PMS.com, the company was a disaster, but PMS.com, the community was the internet's largest collection of conversations. Millions of women came together laughing, crying, gifs, memes, PMS recipes for chocolate this and chocolate that and healthcare articles that were kind of like, why isn't there more research on women's healthcare? It was everything you could even imagine around this conversation. And so I discovered that the superpower that I did have was building social media communities. So I parlayed that superpower in the, the ashes of PMS.com rose this phoenix of socialite. And that was my social media company. I started with one client at my kitchen table and I grew it to working with some of the world's biggest brands, you know, Visa, Siemens, Hitachi, Johnson, Johnson, the Oscars, you name it, um, over the last couple of years. And, and what I will tell you is that when you, when you are at that crossroads of like, do I really try one more time? Like, do I really push through one more time? Or is it time for me to just admit that like, I don't have what it takes. It is always darkest before that, John. And it is that last push that last message, that last go, that last put the chips in and go for broke when your dreams happen. That is when it happens. You have to realize that it is like exactly when you want to give up is where the magic is about to take place. So that's what happened for me. Oh my gosh, what a story. It's just amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, I totally, totally agree with that because it's, it, you know, whether it's personal life or, you know, or business, I think, I've had those moments as well where you're just like this does you know I'm sat on the floor crying and this is a theme for me I'm just like 
really? And then then out of that, you just learn so many lessons. And, you know, for me in my career, rejection is a humongous part of it being in, the, you know, the performing industry. That's my um, background, as well as building my business. So I just I just totally agree with that. And, you know, courage in that sense is just a massive part of that, isn't it? Having the courage to like to go again, I guess. Yeah, well, it's the courage. Yes. And it is the action. It is making shit happen because manifestation is not some magical cure. So for example, how I, so I had that hundred dollar cell phone bill. I told you I couldn't pay. And we've all been in that situation where something so small just triggers that shame spiral. For me, that was a shame spiral triggering moment where you couldn't blame that it was the wrong timing, the wrong idea, the wrong, whatever. All that was left was to look at yourself in the mirror and say, you don't have what it takes. It's no one else's fault. This is just you, you are the failure. And in that moment, bawling, crying, eating way too many Trader Joe's peanut butter cups and drinking way too much wine and just feeling like after all the, you know, no pun, but blood, sweat and tears, you know, and working going to not be able to pay a freaking cell phone bill. It was like this low. And so I gave myself till the next month's cell phone bill. And I'm like, if I can't pay this next month's cell phone bill, it is time to throw in the towel. No shame in the corporate game. But if I had been, you know, on a corporate track for the last whatever it was, 10 years at that point, I would have had a lot more money, a lot less gray hair. So it was just like a very much giving up on myself and my dreams of being my own boss. Like we all want to have that freedom. And so in that moment, I wrote down in my journal, the stars will align, which is a very California woo woo hippie thing to say. Okay. The stars will align. I'm like, this is so California. I can't even believe I'm writing this. But then I wrote down a list of all these crazy clients. I'm like, I need a huge like moonshot moment to, to get this over the line. And so sometimes you have to go big. Sometimes it's not Everyone's always says like, you know, the little wins, get the little wins. Yes. And sometimes when you're rock bottom, you need a big freaking win. So I started sending messages to all these people, like the Super Bowl and the Olympics and all these people. And of course, everyone ignored me. Like, why would anyone answer my question of, hey, I have this idea for you. Have you thought about this? And so finally on the list was the Oscars. I sent a message talking about the broadcast back then. It was like 2013 or something. And I'm like, hey, it is way too long. It's way too snoozy. You're seeing it online. People are like, oh my gosh, what if? And I shared an idea with them that they had already been contemplating a second screen experience on an app where we put cameras backstage and just live stream what was happening that wasn't scripted. So it was super real and raw and kind of like pre-reality TV show of a vibe. Well, they had already been talking about doing this. So long story long, the DM led to video call led to an actual in-person meeting. And I remember when that happened, being like, like having my foot off the gas to save gas, to get there in my beat up Prius to the meeting. And after the meeting, sat in my car and bawled my eyes out because my cell phone was about to be due. And I held a contract in my hands to run social media for the world's largest entertainment event. And it wasn't until I was there and I was backstage and I ran smack into my idol of all idols, Elle Woods, Reese Witherspoon, which is the same birthday as me. I'm obsessed with her, ran into her, And I realized, oh my God, the stars, like the celebrities had literally aligned, like I wrote in my journal, but it wasn't magic. It was manifestation plus action. Like I sent so many messages. I would not stop until someone said yes. And it was just in time that they didn't. That's what's possible for anyone listening to this is when you remember that messages are not just messages. When your fingers touch a keyboard, they are moments makers. They can change the course of your entire personal or professional life at any moment in ways that you would never even imagine it's possible. And that one client for me, my agency exploded, my books, my speaking, my finances stabilized. And most importantly, 
my self-confidence came back and I believed in myself again. And, and all of that is possible for anyone if they just get clear on their game plan, get their strategy, believe and anchor on a bigger mantra and just get to work and just don't quit until you get to the dang Oscars or whatever your Oscar opportunity looks like. Wow. That is a story. That is just amazing. Literally incredible. Oh my gosh. I just, I like, I was like on the edge of my seat. Like you have, you have this, I, I know you know this, you, you know, this, this is your, your superpower is I'm in, I'm in the story, the storytelling as well. I just feel like every moment I was like, I've just met Elle Woods. I've literally just met her with you. <laughs> so, so good. It's just it amazing. Good. For for many people that will be listening, you know, there will be entrepreneurs, women that are wanting that. And I think it's so important for me you know, I'm all about manifestation and affirmation and we talk about all of that stuff, but it is the action. And, and often that is so much the missing piece when people, like they know what they need. We know what we need to do. Like, so I always say to myself, I know what I need to do and I get it done because, you know, there's that knowing what you need to do and thinking about what you need to do, but the action isn't there. So basically that is just, you know, encouraged major action to get that big win. You didn't, I mean, you went big, you went big, you, you emailed the Oscars, like you obviously got, had all this experience and you had that inner knowledge, right? And inner confidence, but that's most people maybe not have made that big move. Right. And that's what sets people apart, isn't it? Well, to use your phrase, setting people apart. So it's all about differentiation. Um, my friend Sally Hogshead has this incredible phrase that I love, which is that it's good to be better, but it's better to be different. Yeah. And I love that of hers it's good to be better but it's better to be different I, I quote her all I quoted her in digital persuasion I quote her all the time because I think it is so important to keep in mind is that you know who else emails the Oscars and everybody else a hundred thousand other little nobody social media agencies I mean you think that working in network marketing is saturated try working in social media marketing anyone with a Facebook page is like I'm a social media expert right like yeah I'm an influencer, even though you could like buy followers and all this crap. Like it is so just as saturated as network marketing. And so the Oscars, every single social media agency in the world, LA, London, New York, they all wanted to work with them. I was literally a one person shop with my intern, unpaid intern, who I guarantee had more money in my checking account at that point in time that I met at a local dive bar who just graduated from college, who was helping me do stuff. I mean, we were nobody, but it wasn't about who we were. It was about the message that we sent and what the, what we did what I did was we sounded different. We didn't send the same message that everyone sends. Hi, I wanted to reach out because I know that you're the Oscars and we do social media. We're award-winning, our clients, me, 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 blah, blah, blah. That's what yeah. everybody, if you look at your inbox, like in LinkedIn, it's a great example of everyone sounding exactly the same. And network marketing too, the copy and paste, the spray and pray, the great wall of text, haven't heard from you since high school, buy my stuff. It's just, it's, it doesn't, to your point, doesn't stop the scroll from earlier with that first 10 words. And those first 10 words, are you different? You know, have you considered that there is a way to hold people's attention when they're getting bored during your broadcast? You know who doesn't tell the Oscars that people are getting bored during their broadcast? A lot of people that are trying to get them to hire them because it could be perceived as rude. Okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was like, hmm? Now you're offering an idea, right? This is my whole pub method in the book, which is personal, useful, brief. Open with personal, have you, imagine that you. So there you are, make it about them in those first five words, they are in focus, not you, them, okay? So yeah. have you considered that there's a way to hold attention, okay, personal, useful? What if, useful idea, what if you put cameras backstage and you had, you know, Brad and Matt Damon and they're talking and are they really friends or is it for the camera? What are they even saying? There's no script, it's stripped down, it's the opposite of the perfectly polished Oscars, right? And then brief, 
would love to share more how this might roll out with my agency Tuesday or Thursday at 10 a.m. PST. Super, it was like three lines, okay, versus the multi-scroller. Now they had already been talking about doing this concept. So there is also the stars will align. That's where the manifestation comes in because it was just lucky that they'd already been talking about that idea that they happened to open my message. So yes, it's art and science coming together. But the one thing for sure is if you show up signed just like everybody else with that same templated scripty stuff, it's not going to serve you in the way that it would if you just open something personal to them, even if it doesn't, it's not gonna make you best friends. They're not gonna be like, oh my gosh, stranger, you said something about me in the first sentence. We're now like besties, no, but it yeah. will actually get them to open it, which is the only goal. Yeah, not absolutely. That we try to do too much in a message, right? It's like introduce who you are, get their attention, talk about your product, ask for an action. It's like, this is a DM. This is not like a declaration of independence. This is like a, a this is a small step in this path towards moving them from stranger-ish to being part of your team or taking advantage of the opportunity. So it's just really Absolutely. important to really think through those first couple of words. I mean, I look back at my original when I started. So I've been I've been in my business for nearly 10 years now. And I look back at some of the messages that I sent. I was like, oh my gosh, I was trying to explain the whole, the whole concept in one message. Like, what was I doing? And you know, you know, personalization is the key, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. absolutely I love that pub pub method. And I love the story of your, you know, the um professor and how like you know, you, you personalized it, you made, you stood out, you made it different in, in that scenario and that situation that happened for you. Um, so I love this quote, um, better be to be someone's shot of whiskey and not everyone's cup of tea. That is so (laughs) true. And, you know, for me, I know I'm not, I'm like the person that's like, you meet and you're like, whoa, she's a whirlwind. Like if you, in, in, in energy, I'm like, you know, and I know that's not everyone's vibe, but I'm happy with that. I'm just like, this is me. This is who I am. Um, but I just love that quote from your books. Amazing. That's my grandmother's quote. She's Irish. That's probably why you like it. But so um, that quote's actually really, I would say, um, really important to keep in mind when you're thinking about how to get the audacity or the courage or the confidence to sometimes put something out there that people may not respond to in the way that you want them to. And oftentimes it's not that we fear putting out the opportunity, putting out the products, putting out the message. We fear people's reaction to us because we're afraid they're not only rejecting the opportunity or rejecting the product. We fear them rejecting us as people. And that's the difference with that. So I think that um, keeping that in mind that you, that some people who, who do like that brand of whiskey will be your diehard advocates they will link arms with you they will love on you they will retweet you they will defend you to the death and just knowing that being everyone's cup of tea especially these days on the internet is just kind of a pipe dream I mean people on the internet have a very clear opinion they are not afraid to express it it's very very much that some people are not going to like you for sure that is guaranteed it's not an if it's a when so the sooner you can make peace with that and release that and just wish them well and block and bless and let them go on their way the more you can have block and bless. your power that is so true block and bless yeah it's like goodbye thank you love that so just just sort of diving into just something that just popped in my mind just then what's really interesting just using myself as an example like i with text what i think in my head sometimes like I've all these and I've just I've just thought I just need to talk into my phone I've just had this moment just while you're speaking because sometimes what comes out of my mouth when I speak is not how I text you know what I mean there's two different things have you got any sort of advice for anyone that's the same as me on that 
is it would it be would yeah, it be to like talking to your phone or <laughs> well we don't type like we talk that is just that is just a fact we do not type like we talk and that is the biggest mistake that we make on digital because when we're speaking we usually talk about ourselves about 40 percent of the time like in real life you're hitting the conversation ball back and forth you're a normal persuasive generous kind human we get behind screens that screen rolls up and all of a sudden our brains are like there's distance there's a delay. We can't see anyone rolling their eyes or leaning back or yawning. And so all of a sudden it's like, show up and throw up dear diary mode. Like, bah. we just like, just, it's like, we just purge it's like a catharsis of all about us. And we talk about ourselves 80% of the time when we're typing. So we don't talk like we type. We mm. talk about ourselves half as much as we type about ourselves. Just knowing that that chasm exists, that, that huge gap between online you and offline you exists is the first step to closing it and to figuring out how to become more of the person that you are in real life when you are behind the screen. So yes, for example, I had my new book coming out June 1st. Okay. It's called, you're kind of a big deal. So my entire team is reaching out to all these podcasts like yours and, you know, some of these other podcasts here in the United States, you know, like Jenna Kutcher's podcast and Amy Porterfield's podcast and all my favorite gals. Like I love Jen Hatmaker and all these great, you know, thought leaders and, so they get a million messages a day, just like the Oscars, just like network marketing. It's yeah. like, it's a constant thing. So what we're doing is to answer your question, they are, I'm sending audio messages and video messages, and they're all highly personal. Jen loved your episode with Claire. When you talked about ABC, fantastic takeaway for your audience, which was D turns out my audience is very similar to yours because E, you know, there might be some crossover with sharing a story about the PMS.com fundraising story because your audience loves entrepreneurial ventures, et cetera, et cetera. So we're making it super personal and using that power of how we speak. So if you don't feel comfortable typing all the time, absolutely step into that power of using audio and even better using video because you get your yeah. body language for even more power. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's, um, it's so true. And it's, I've just had like a light bulb you, you sharing that because on, on social media, it's like the accounts that you're attracted to is the ones that are adding, but obviously they're, they're adding value and it's not about themselves. You're just, you're just in with, with, with the content that they're sharing. I, I just, re, I, I've been listening to your podcast as well, but when I got the message from you, this is a perfect example. Like it was specific. It was, it was genuine. It was that, you know, my, there was an episode that I did with um, a lady called Sue Ann and it just, you know, immediately it was like, I, I wanted to respond, you know, greatly. Obviously, I'm not in the realms of some of the other people, podcasters that you're chatting about. I lo love them just as I love yours. Highlight, highlighters. Though. You're on your way. You're yes, on your way. Absolutely. But there'll be so many people that are listening to this from, you know, from my community. And I just want to touch on your kind of a big deal, unlocking your audacity. So that is the book, the new book that's coming out. In the UK, the word audacity, we've got a funny thing with it. Let's hear like, it. Yeah. So audacity was, so, oh gosh, they, you know, they were so, like it's, it's got a negative connotation, yeah. but actually, oh my God, it's just made me, I, I actually look because of, because of my brain of the British brain, I like looked up the word because obviously like, I just wanted to delve into it a little bit more, but it's just that the bravery to do something 
um, different without the fear of, you know, what other, others think of you. So the book's out June 1st. Yes. Um, so share more about it. What, is, what does it entail? Like, what's, yes. what's the thing? Oh, I'm so excited, Claire. It's like having a book baby. I'm ready to get it out and get it into the world. I'm so excited about it. It is actually based around all the DMs that I got over the last three, four years that weren't about digital persuasion. So I get this entire keynote of the pub method and how to optimize your communication. And then I get all these DMs that are like, questions about things I wasn't even talking about. So I'm like, hmm, okay, there's a different need here that's not being met. So the chapters of the book, things like how to ghost your inner good girl, how to face your fake news fears, how to cape up so you don't cop out. These different concepts are actually built from the DMs that I received over the years. So the DMs form the chapters and the concept of audacity. Yeah, it came up because, um, so audacity is basically it's daring greatly, even if it might be shocking. Yeah. And the reality is, is that when you think about the things that you are doing in your life, if you are not getting a big reaction from people, it probably isn't that big of an action to begin with. So if you are taking actions that everyone is just retweeting and thinking is amazing, it's probably not actually going to move the needle as much as you need it to. So for example, like if you look through history, you know, if you look at like Rosa Parks, right, who sat, kept sitting on that bus, you know, she was considered to be shocking and, off- and offensive. So at that time, some people were like, that is so, you can't do that, right? But now that we look back, it's like, she's this hero. So it's yeah. like, is she a hero or is she offensive, right? If you look at, um, you know, Amelia Earhart, who was this like daring pilot, right, back, th- back in the day, it's like, she, everyone thought that she was like, she was wearing men's pants and she was cussing with them and smoking and doing all these like not ladylike things where everyone was shocked and like offended by her behavior. But she was this like totally, you know, badass woman who was the first pilot to fly around the world in a plane. Like, so it's always this combination of when you are pushing the envelope, Malala, Malala stood down the Taliban. She was breaking the rules, being shocking, being offensive to the culture, but yet she is this absolute hero and icon for all women around the world. So there's never anything great that's being done without it ruffling a few feathers. And that is just the bottom line. And so, especially as women, we are pleasers. We are people pleasers. We tend to want to make sure the temperature is comfortable for everyone in the room. And we tend to have been brought up for the most part in a society that really likes when we behave, go with the rules and make everyone feel like things are just lovely. And so when we rock the boat, instead of people saying, go girl, a lot of times we will get no girl. And it is that rejection from the world not our fear of getting started, not our fear of what to do, not our fear of do we have what it takes. It is our fear of others' reactions to us that truly gets us stuck. And the only way to shatter through that is to level up with your audacity, tap into what I call your big deal energy. And your big deal energy is all about knowing that your intuition is individual, knowing in your gut what is right for you is intuition is not a collective experience. Your family, your neighbors, your friends, your girlfriends, your newsfeed, they don't have your intuition for you. Only you do. Intuition is individual. And so big deal energy is stepping into that intuition you already have, unlocking it and authorizing it to guide you in a way that it's not all that. It's not, I'm not saying don't care what people think about you because that's for like narcissists and psychos and a-holes. It's not, I don't care what anyone thinks about me. That is crazy advice. Because if you don't care what anyone thinks about you, you're probably a bit of a jerk, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People that you love to love what you love. I mean, you want the people that you love to, to retweet and be excited about what you're excited about. Of course, that's just natural. What Big Deal Energy is about in this book is that when the stakes are the highest, 
when you are at a crossroads, when you are at a moment where you're either going to level up or stay stuck, when the decisions matter most, it's about caring more about what you think of your choices than anyone else. Because you do know, you do know. I totally agree with that. Oh my God, I cannot wait to read the book. Everyone's going to be June 1st. Can we do, is there a pre-sale? Can we buy yes, it's erinking.com. I'll send you a copy. It's erinking.com and the hashtag is big deal book. So um, all the chapters are packed full of, yes, my stories and my experiences, but also a lot of the grittiest gals that I know in real life. Not And maybe a lot of gals that you've never even heard of, just girlfriends of mine, mentors of mine, partners, clients. I share their stories and yeah, the stories so that inspired me. And so hopefully they'll inspire my tribe as well. So I can't for you to read it and for your listeners to um, read it as well. Oh, we can't wait. Thank you so much Yay. for taking the time out. You've just literally given so much um, content there, just so many amazing things. Um, so you can find Erin at mrs.erin.king on Instagram and at Erin King on Clubhouse. Um, so make sure you go check it out there and make sure you go check out Digital Persuasion as a book and um, you're kind of a big deal. I love that big deal energy and just all what you were sharing about that. I'm just so, so, so excited. And you know, if you're a fellow notebook lover like us, go watch the notebook. This Valentine, I'm going to watch it on Valentine's Day. I'm going to start that trend because it's just the best film. And it's the only time you can actually force your partner to watch it, right? So they can't <laughs> say no do... on Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but thank you so much. I know um, you're a busy lady, so we'll let you go. But we can't wait to just read your book and and hear and watch your journey on, on social media. Thank you so much for taking the time today to be with us. We really genuinely appreciate it. Oh, it was so nice to meet you, Claire. Thank you so much for having me. And I cannot wait to uh, stay posted on your continued success. You're crushing it, girl. Keep going. Oh, thank you.